I basically just want to like, I don't even have a list. I wish I would have actually written a list, but I want to talk about all the different ego traps, all the different um, ways that the ego has, you know, slithered its way back into my mind. Um, has weaseled its way through the cracks, unbeknownst to me. <laughs> and I'm uh, acting out of ego or acting out of um, not the authentic place that, you know, has no fear and is just all acts out of inspiration and acts out of love and acts out of appreciation. No, that part of myself that acts out of fear, that acts out of, you know, competition and, uh, you know, just what the ego does, basically. And is that part of myself that isn't present, that's always thinking about the future or worried about the future or thinking about the past, whatever it is. Um, so... I'd say the biggest one, if I was if I was to think about the biggest one, what would that be? That would be, for me at least, you are what you do. You know, that that's the biggest ego trap in the world. And we all know this. I've been talking about this since literally day one on this channel. You are not what you do. You are not your accomplishments. You are not what you achieve in life. You are not the skills and talents that you have. That's not the reason you're worthy of love. That's not the reason you're worthy of happiness. That's not the reason you're worthy of friends or whatever it is that you want. It, it's not the reason. That's not what determines your self-worth. And we know this. But for myself, I always, 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 always seem to... Like, like my mind puts it in different words. And so I believe it again. Like, it'll say... Sure, you're not what you do, you're not what you accomplish, whatever. But like, subconsciously, I'm thinking, oh yeah, but if you do this, people will pay attention. Or people, you know, or if you do this, you will feel better. Or if you do this, blah, blah, blah will happen, whatever it is. Um, yeah, there's just a million ways that you'll wake up in the morning and completely forget that you are not what you do. And so when you do the first thing first few things in the morning that you do is probably check your phone and communicate with people because uh you care about what they think of you or you check your phone you look at um you know what you've done like for me i'll, I'll literally find myself just like browsing on my channel um to find and see if i have any more comments or any more people are watching or whatever it is and on a real level, I don't really care about how many people watch this channel or what kind of reception it gets. But again, the ego comes in through the back door and will play you like a puppet. And it's crazy. It, it is insane how fast that happens, how easy um, you can get lost again and forget. So that's a big one for me. Um, I've seen in other people as well, the big trap where it is I I can't enjoy this moment because something's missing there's something missing in this moment this moment isn't enough for me and I mean if you hear that like just hearing those words it sounds like bratty like you're just an entitled bratty little kid this moment isn't enough for you you know but that's literally what we are not what we are but that's that's what the ego makes us out to be that's what um, that's the ego's voice. This moment is never enough. Ever, ever, ever. We need what's next. What is next? And something's always missing. Something that you used to have or something that you've never had that you've always wanted. 
and for me growing up in the band it was always i need, i want to make it you know i haven't i haven't lived life i haven't accomplished what i need to accomplish until i've made it and what is making it what is making it getting famous or you know getting that record deal or selling out a tour or you know being rich uh having success that kind of thing that was making it i've always wanted to make it and it's like this moment is never never enough i love goal setting i love striving i like that people that were even able to do that i love that you can have a desire and you can get it that's beautiful but when when it brings you to a place where this present moment is never enough and you're sacrificing your your now for tomorrow then is it even worth it the present moment is all you have and even think about how old you are you are the youngest you'll ever be today you're the youngest you're ever going to be in this moment because you're always getting older that you can't go back so with that in mind are you wasting your youth or your you know your early years on some future thing that you're probably going to get and look back and say man to be 20 again <laughs> or man to be 25 again sure i'm 40 and i have everything i want or sure i'm 50 and i have everything i want but man to be 30 <laughs> and it's it's never enough because when you get it the ego will always be like well what's missing here it always is just looking for what's missing and i can't really tell you why like it part of it is the survival mechanism in the brain that i spoke about that that part of us that is constantly looking out for what's missing or what's wrong because in the survival world that's an important thing to pay attention to what's wrong what's missing what can we fix here because in the survival context it's all problem solving we're hungry let's solve that problem this person's injured let's solve that problem we need to procreate let's solve this problem uh we need somewhere to sleep tonight let's solve that problem you know what i mean so it was always problem solving and we still have that problem solving brain even when there's no problems and so Yeah, even if you get what you want, you'll always the ego will always. And I say ego, it's really just the mind. It's all the same. This this uh this mind will always uh focus upon what's missing, what's empty, what's not there, or what is there that is a problem, you know? Uh just when you think you've uh you've cleaned it all up there's another mess in the room and then another mess and another mess and i've i've used this example where you know you're lighting a thousand fires in a field just a bunch of fire pits and you're trying to keep them all lit all at the same time and you're running around just stoking each fire throwing more wood in and you're and they're all you know let's say 10 feet apart each each of the fires that's just a lot that's a lot of work man and it would never actually happen and then it rains <laughs> and then you're screwed you know what i mean and and that's how it is that the mind is always just like it never gets a break it's always what's what's wrong what's the next fire i need to stoke what's the next and it's like man through meditation i realize how much my mind does that um and it'll do that out of nowhere like it'll come up with things for no reason like another big trap which actually 
I'll just finish um, this thought where, you know, I haven't made it yet. It's it's just the idea that, that this present moment isn't enough for you and you think that you need something else to be happy. And uh, you're setting yourself up for failure, realistically. You're setting yourself up to not enjoy your life because by the time, like, you cannot... If you look at the law of attraction as, a, as an example, you cannot attract satisfaction by being dissatisfied. You know, you can't create fulfillment out of being unfulfilled. I'm not saying fake it till you make it. What I'm saying is, if you're not fulfilled, figure out how to be fulfilled right now. Not, alright, I'm going to put off my fulfillment until this thing happens. Like, what can I do today to feel fulfilled? To make... to take a step in the right direction to create satisfaction and happiness in my life what can I do today instead of you know saying well I got to do this 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 action and this action and this action and all these manifested things need to take place and then boom I've achieved my happiness um, it doesn't work like that and we're I mean it does for 15 seconds everybody can tell you that anybody who has what you want and has had it for a long time they can say man this is great but it's not it for them that or they've manifested this stuff but they've realized and they've been able to or they've they've gotten to a point where they it doesn't the happiness doesn't fade because they make a choice to be grateful for what they have but at the end of the day you're always going to want more so moral of that little story is be here now be present and uh do what you can to feel that satisfaction today feel that happiness today feel that fulfillment today live in whatever beautiful state you want to live in um gratitude appreciation whatever it is but um the other thing the other ego trap that i find is your mind will create suffering because it's afraid of something or it, it, um, it senses danger or it senses discomfort and it just, so as an example, this is the only good example that I have recently is I'll be meditating and then I'll find a part of me who's really just like, it feels like I'm scratching my own skin till I'm bleeding because I don't want to meditate or because I don't want to sit still. So I'm like scratching myself out of discomfort. Like I'm licking my wounds. I'm opening up sores because I don't want to sit still in a room by myself quietly. So my mind or my ego or whatever, whatever part of me, it's very strange. It will create suffering out of nothing. I'm literally sitting doing nothing and it will literally be painful i'm not even kidding i don't know if you've ever experienced this have you ever meditated when you didn't want to meditate have you ever sat still when you didn't want to sit still it hurts like almost physically it's like so so strange um but yeah there's a part of me that creates suffering because it doesn't like to sit still it wants to move it wants to think it wants to it wants new things it wants stimulation and it doesn't want to sit still um so I was trying, I was thinking to myself, you know, what, how could you, like, what other examples in life are like that, where you create suffering out of nowhere? It sounds to me like a child pouting because it didn't get what it wanted. So it's like, 
fuck, I didn't get what I want. And it's just like sitting there sulking and basking in the negative emotions because it thinks that by sulking and moping around and pouting around, it will get what it wants. And it's almost like that, that part of me wants to get out of the meditation so badly that it will do everything it can to tear me down to the point where I'm like, okay, I, I can't, I cannot meditate. But then you sit there and I don't know, I realize it only lasts like 30 seconds. It only lasts 30 seconds. So there's a part of you as an example that will create suffering because, um, because you're single. You know, I'm single, I'm lonely, nobody loves me. I, you know, everybody else has somebody and I don't. Um, and so it will create suffering because it thinks that by suffering, you might do something to go get that thing, right? Um, it's like prodding you to do something about it, to go get it. Um, like hunger, man, we suffer when we're starving because it gets us to get up and go get food, does it not? So it's like uh, this weird survival mechanism in us that gets us to go and do something. So you're bored to death. While part of you is like creating that, that suffering like feeling so that you would get up and go do something, um, you're tired. It creates suffering and tells you to go to sleep. Um, the reason I think I bring this up is because some things make sense, okay? I'm thirsty, I need water, I'm hungry, I need food, I'm tired, I need sleep, um, etc. But I think there's a lot of, uh, just not, um, like just the thoughts that have no basis in reality, like, I am not as rich as I want to be, I'm not as famous as I want to be, so I'm gonna suffer. I'm gonna choose to suffer. Literally, like it's almost like a part of you makes a choice, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel like shit now. You know, I'm gonna feel like garbage now because I want to. Um, and then, you know, same goes with relationships. I'm single, so I'm gonna feel lonely. I'm gonna feel like trash. I'm gonna just like, you know, completely be really hard on myself. I'm not as successful as I think I should be by now. I'm gonna feel like garbage, and and, and this is a trap because, first of all, it implies that again, that future thing is going to complete you, which it won't. It implies that you're rejecting the present moment. You don't think that now is enough. And it also it just hurts and it's just not fun. And it's just like, it's not cool. I mean, believe me, I still get caught in these cycles too. That's why, that's why I'm even talking about them. And to me, the greatest way of getting out of an ego trap is to see it for what it is and to speak about it if you can to be honest with yourself if you can don't you know if you're if you're not feeling good don't lie to yourself and say oh, i feel great i feel great i feel great i feel happy no seriously be honest with yourself honesty is beautiful clarity is nice like just knowing the truth about how you feel is a really really powerful thing um why because how are you supposed to like, how it's, it's like, uh, who, who said this I think It was Abraham Hicks who said, um, you know, it's like putting a happy face sticker on your empty gas gauge and saying, my gas is not empty. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. How are you supposed to know to fill up the gas? You need to know what's going on. You need to be honest with yourself with what's going on. So if you're in a trap or in a little dark tunnel where you can't see very well, be honest with yourself. I'm blind. I can't see. 
I don't know what's going on right now. Be honest with yourself. That's a beautiful thing and it will lead to the truth. Truth is what you want, you know? Because out of truth, that's that's light right there. So anyways, there are many more ego traps that I can think of, you know? Thinking about, caring about what other people think is a big one as well. Really, like, w one thing that I would highly suggest, and I'm going to talk more about stopping, like, not caring about what other people think, but I highly suggest um, that you pay attention to the moments where you do. Maybe keep a journal or something. Here is a moment in my day where I, I really cared about what somebody thought of me. Um, and you can think about, you know, where did that come from? Why, why this? You know, was I taught that I need to be a certain way? to gain people's approval was i taught that i even need people's approval and you could just you know get some clarity on why you care about what other people think because i i care <laughs> we all do i care about what you think of me not in this moment whatsoever but maybe when i'm editing this something will come up and i'll be like oh you know i hope people like this video or when i'm posting it i probably might have that thought whatever it is but the point is to as much as you can, stay close to that part of yourself that, uh, you know, doesn't care. <laughs> or that part of yourself that's just looking. Like, you're not the one that's caring so much. You're just kind of paying attention to a part of you that is doing that. It's like my body. It's like looking at your body. I don't call it me because it's not me. It's my body. There's my, and then there's the body that belongs to me. You know, it's, there's a, um... You know, it is it is all part of one thing, but same with the mind. You know, the mind is not me. I am not these thoughts. You are not these thoughts. You're not the one that's caring about what this person thinks of you or caring about some useless thing like your shoes or your pants or like a stain on your shirt or something or the way you say a certain word. It's not you that's caring. It's the mind. It's, you know, a, it's a product of the last how many so years you've been alive it's the product of what you've been taught what you've been through um it's not you there it is a tool for you to use you know you can initiate the thoughts that you'd like to think but and the thoughts that feel aligned to the thoughts that feel good but you're not you know it's it's very easy in these ego traps for the ego to come in and hate on itself, beat up on itself. It's like, oh, I got lost. I got, you know, I'm trapped in this tunnel. I got lost and I, I lost sight of who I was. Um, the ego will come in the back door again and say, man, I suck. Man, that was a mistake. <sighs> I should feel bad about myself for that. I'm not as good as I thought I was. I suck at this. Man, it's tough, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Um, it's all just one big show. It's so strange and we fight with ourselves. It's so weird. And so I think it would be a powerful thing to just step back and, and just watch it happen and talk about it. Because when you talk about it, it's like, it's almost like you're casting it away. Like when you speak about things, there's something about externally processing. I, at least for me, journaling is the same, very similar, but not the same. But when you speak about it with others, there's some clarity you get because it's no longer in here. It's like outside of you. It's not, you know, it's the hardest thing in the world to um, steadily keep your thoughts going. Speaking helps because it, it creates, you know, structure. I can't just I can't just think out loud. 
here. If I did, it would make no sense. I need to form sentences and make and articulate it in a way that other people understand. Same with journaling, right? We have 60,000 thoughts a day. Like, good luck articulating that. Good luck, you know, uh, not articulating that. 60,000 thoughts a day. Good luck, you know, structuring those thoughts in your head by yourself. Like, you have to, you have to speak it. That's the beauty of language. Man, if there was no language, it would just be like images and pictures and feelings and emotions and thoughts and memories and all sorts of weird stuff and colors and light and whatever um, all at once. And it would just be absurd, you know? Through language, we can structure our thoughts, we can structure these concepts, and we don't need to get lost so deeply. So, um, yeah, that's a quick tip. I don't know what I just got into, but talking, writing, that helps me a lot for sure. Um, and I guess just be ready to be lost again. That's just life. Like we can't, we can't always have it. We can't always know it. Like we're so, you know, I mean me at least I'm still a baby on this journey. I still feel like I'm in grade two. Like I have so, so much to learn. So, so much to implement so much to experience that, um, you know, yeah, I got, I got a lot to learn. Um, but yeah, and that's, that's a big one too, is, is give yourself a break give yourself a break. You know, getting lost is just as important as knowing what's going on, you know? So anyways, I hope this helped you a lot. Um, if you have any questions, comments, anything like that, if you want to email me, email me at H-U-M-B-O-W-L-T-V, humbletv at gmail.com. And, uh, we can keep in touch and, uh, yeah, I appreciate you very much. And we will meet again in another video or podcast. Yeah, if you want to listen to this, I I don't tell the YouTube people, but it's on Spotify. And for the people on Spotify, this is also on YouTube. Um, But yeah, thank you so much and have a lovely rest of your day. Goodbye.